0: You're listening to Season 2 of the Real Women Shine podcast, sponsored by Beach Candy Swimwear, a brand for women, by women, since 2011. I am your host, Britt, founder, pattern maker, and designer at Beach Candy Swimwear, as seen on E! News, The Real Housewives of Orange County, Good Day LA, and also named Editor's Pick in Sports Illustrated. This year, we are celebrating a decade in business and over 10 years of empowering conversations with women worldwide. At Beach Candy Swimwear, we believe real, everyday women truly do shine the brightest. Join us as we dive deep into the extraordinary, and welcome to the Real Women Shine podcast sponsored by Beach Candy Swimwear. Hey everyone, my name's Britt. For those of you who don't know me and I'm the founder, designer, and pattern maker at Beach Candy Swimwear. Today, we're launching season two of the Real Women Shine podcast, and I could not be more excited to share with you what's in store this season. And today, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you my personal journey of building a brand for the last 10 years and beyond. In fact, throughout my life, there have been good and not so good breadcrumbs that have led me to where I am today. I would like to dedicate this podcast to my grandmother, Angela, and my great aunt, Barbara. The two of them were larger than life and sharing stories around the kitchen table as a child are some of my fondest memories and always inspired the greatness out of me. So I'd like to kick off the podcast with my top five tips on how to navigate and build your business. I've built this brand over the last 10 years, lots of lessons learned, and I'd love to share what I've learned with you. No one knows your business like you do. So that's, that's going to be my, my first takeaway for you is follow your intuition, follow your gut, follow your instinct. You're right on the money, you know, you know, your business, you know, your product, you know what you want to provide for the world better than anyone else, better than any consultant, any hired hand, any book. So follow your instincts and don't spend too much on advice. You're going to learn it. You just have to get in there and get started. That's that's how you're going to learn. That's what's going to take you to the next step. So lesson number one is follow your intuition and instinct. You know your business better than anyone. Two, know your customer. Know who who you're serving, what they want, their deepest desires. Where do they shop? What do they like? How do they live? Are they family oriented? Are they what age and, and period of life are they in? And who they are intrinsically, what drives them? Knowing your customer is, is a beautiful part of your business. It's a way to connect. It's a way to um, really reach out to another human in the world and provide them with something that you've created. It's a beautiful thing. And the more you know your customer, the more intimate that relationship is, the better your product will be, the better your business will be and the better you will feel, you'll feel more connected to your business. Number three is set goals for each day that you wake up and execute on your business because you don't have a boss in place because you don't have the structure of corporate, um, around you to guide you. It's very important to set goals for yourself within a three month and year period um and then making bite-sized lists every day that are tangible and that are attainable so that you have a priority of where you're headed and you're always on the right track so that is something that I've I've lived by with Beach Candy since day 1 and brain fog or not if I could move my fingers or not I have a very clear focus every day of what the business is about where we're headed and I can relay that to my team and they can execute upon that for us. Number four, which leads me to team, utilize your strengths, know your strengths and then hire where you feel that you are lacking. That is a perfect place for you to look, okay, I can't do this well. So what position, What who do I need to hire? What attributes does this person need to have? With that goes a very important side note of understanding the work that you hire out for. And last but not least, number five is focus. Less is more. Having a focus within your business, having a very clear service that you provide and having a very cohesive brand on all fronts is integral to having success. You must start with a focus so that your customers know who you are and you know who you are. So in this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you intimate details of starting a brand and launching a swimwear line alongside of having an autoimmune disease, and I was only recently properly diagnosed after 10 plus years of severe symptoms, and even more recently, I've discovered a way to stop my disease from progressing, and I've had symptom-free days, weeks, and even months which is something I haven't experienced in over a decade. So I can't wait to share that with you. As a child, I went to Catholic schools. I remember summer pool parties and literally having swimsuit anxiety at the ripe age of nine. I went into puberty and body changes very young in life and was a woman in the fourth grade with absolutely no roadmap. (laughs) <laughs> and as uh, sweet and kind as my parents were, we were a very uh, quiet household, and uh, my creative soul definitely felt quite restless in the halls of our household uh, growing up, and I remember always feeling this severe urge to grow up. I always wanted to be an adult. As a child, a teenager, even in my late 20s, I always had this feeling of, I'm not there yet, and It was in a very deep, instinctual, in my gut way. It was not like, I can't enjoy this moment. It was just, I I wasn't the size, uh, you know, to ride the ride that I wanted to ride. So my parents were born and raised in Detroit, Michigan and moved out here after they got married. My mom is 100% Lebanese. Uh, Catholic Lebanese, and my father is a European Mayflower Mutt, is what we like to call him. And at first I was very nervous to even record this podcast. I'm a very private person, um, naturally, and of course there's always that feeling of unworthy and not feeling enough, not feeling my story is eventful enough. But after I listened to several other female founders' podcasts and their stories, I really felt the realness of what what my life has encapsulated. I've been taking a very real ride, a very real approach to Beach Candy and have felt every bump along the way, have sacrificed thousands of moments, memories, dollars, personal wants and needs along the way for this business and by no means have been handed any part of this. I worked three jobs through college. I saved every dime that I started Beach Candy with, rewinding back a little bit. So in high school and even in grade school, I was always interested in creating. And in fact, I used to cut my clothes apart. And before I had a sewing machine, I would uh, use fabric glue and I would glue pieces together. And I remember being at the mall with my mom and my top had started to come unglued. And that was right about the time we decided I was going to get a sewing machine. And I remember going into the Sears at South Coast Plaza with my mother and picking out my first sparkling sewing machine and signing up for lessons at Joanne's Fabrics locally in the town I grew up. And I would go to sewing lessons twice a week and I would literally make Anything I could get my hands on that Butterick or Recall Patterns made that wasn't completely Amish uh, was fair game to me. And I was driven by an overwhelming amount of creativity bouncing around in my head. I was constantly configuring looks and playing with color. And swimwear didn't pique my interest until college, but prom dresses, skirts, you name it, I was sewing it. And I went to all girls, uh, Catholic high school and a Catholic grade school and again had a very healthy dose of insecurity. I felt uh, swimsuit anxiety at a very young age and what some women don't recognize until their 30s I was dealing with in the fourth grade and up. In high school, at one of my jobs, I worked at a Brazilian bikini store in the Irvine Spectrum and I noticed right off the bat how detailed the swimsuits were. They were gorgeously beaded, embroidered, details just on every suit. Some of the suits were a cute denim. They always had so much attention to detail. And it was so fun to dress women in these gorgeous suits and send them on their way on vacation. And that whole vibe, that whole um, mix of energy was just something that really excited me. Very young in life, I remember just loving going into work and suiting women into their perfect suits and then sending them off on their fabulous trips or um, home to their beautiful pools. And in high school, I had some, some major... Events happen that really kind of led me to where I am today So sewing and learning to sew was one of them and I started making uh, all my dresses for dances All of my proms winter formals, etc. I was working tirelessly the weeks prior in making my dream dress for the dance and at some point I got to be well known for this and Girls at dances would ask me where I got my dress and I would have business cards made up. And before I knew it, I was making dresses for other girls for their dances as well. Another large event that really propelled uh, me into where I am today was uh, my first love and boyfriend in high school. He had epilepsy and had a seizure in his sleep one night, had the world at his feet, was an amazing, amazing young man. And uh, this news just shattered me, shattered me to my core. I could not believe that someone so young and so full of life and such a good man was was no longer with us in this world. And going through that really changed my makeup. It really it rocked me to my core. It made me question everything, redefine everything. and My senior year was filled with tears and grief and this huge hole and loss that I had in my life at that time. And going through this loss really led me to question and redefine what my life was about. I was going to make sure that I lived in memory of Derek and made sure that my life counted for something. I had known by then that fashion was definitely the route I wanted to go. What was amazing as well was that my, both my parents were scientists, and they had no intention of saying, you need to be a doctor, or you need to be you know, in a lucrative field. No, they they photographed my art, they made sure I applied to art schools, and supported my dream from the beginning, and I can't thank them enough for all that they've done for me to lift me up and bring me to my highest form of self. Um, So before I knew it, we were um, in New York and in L.A. touring each campus. And when we had landed in New York, immediately, there was something in the air, I just, it felt right. And I knew that if I wanted to be serious about fashion, that New York was the place for me. So off I went, I was 17 years old, moved to New York City, and I worked as an intern all four years, and I had two to three jobs through college. Um, as well on top of my internships. And I was again constantly saving for that rainy day slash ideal business that I wanted to open, not knowing exactly what that would be. But my first uh, year in college, my freshman year, I sewed my first swimsuit. And once I sewed my first swimsuit, I was obsessed. I remember sewing bikinis in the winter and I remember specifically sewing this beautiful white bikini and looking out my window into a huge blizzard that was uh, passing through. And the first signs of spring, I was out in Coney Island testing the suits uh, with my lounge chair and just feeling the fit and soaking up the sun and, and the glory of making a swimsuit that finally fit. And I proudly walk into these swimsuit internship interviews and my dream swimsuit company that I wanted to work for in New York City told me flat out that I was overqualified. That was such a heartbreaking moment for me to get that uh, response from them because I couldn't believe, one, that they wouldn't want an overqualified intern, two, it was one of the only big swimsuit companies in the city that I really had my heart set on. So this pivoted me into the lingerie industry and I ended up working internships in the lingerie industry I worked with Hanky Panky and I worked with a large licensing company that did uh, lingerie uh, licensing contracts for everyone from Walmart to Badly Mishka. And I really learned so much from the lingerie industry, how to uh, create a a well-fitting bra is one of the most technical patterns that you can create. And that's actually my background. That's really where I learned how to fit the body in an intimate way through swimwear and lingerie. While I was working in the lingerie industry in New York and working three jobs and sewing my swimsuits and testing them out in Coney Island, I was also, of course, beating the swimsuits and adding embroidery, adding details, uh, because always, always swimsuits have looked plain and boring and uneventful and so not what women deserve to put on their beautiful bodies. The female body is such a beautiful gift that we're all given and there is so much to celebrate and so much to adorn as a woman Um, your breasts your hips your curves your waist everything is so beautiful and these swimsuits that are out there are just so lacking excitement so as i'm designing these beautiful beach candy scintillating swimsuits I remember telling someone in a restaurant or bar in New York City uh, about what I was doing. And I remember saying, it's like candy, it's like beach candy. And right when I said the name beach candy, I knew that was the name of my company. That was in 2007, my junior year, and I raced home to my apartment and trademarked the name on the spot. I Googled it, sent in the check, sent in the name, and to this day, own outright the word beach candy. And travel has actually been a very large part of also what has developed the line and developed um, my vision for beach candy. I actually wanted to travel to Brazil to see these Brazilian swimsuits from this store that I worked as a young teenager. And so in my junior year of college on spring break, I booked a trip down to Sao Paulo, Brazil and studied the swimsuits down in Brazil. And I noticed even back then the suits were lacking. They were starting to show signs of this globalization, this fast fashion, um, this really unethical, unsustainable way of creating more waste on our planet, truly. Uh, So down in Brazil, I'm studying the swimsuits, and more and more I'm seeing less beading, less attention to detail, and much more on the tag made in China. One of my biggest takeaways when working in New York City in the lingerie industry was specifically at uh, the licensing company and sitting in sales meetings after the hard work of the designs had been made and listening to the uh, discussion of how to chisel down the cost of the garment. And one by one, uh, the designs that these women would would work tirelessly on were torn apart and um, simplified down to, uh, was their job even necessary? And that is the harsh reality of fashion and the corporate world of fashion. And we do not do things that way at Beach Candy Swimwear. In fact, uh, we are pretty outside the box when it comes to culture, working remotely, family first, life first. And we have a very passionate team because uh, of, of these values. So upon graduation and heading home, uh, I turned my parents' garage into our studio. And from 2008 to 2011, I worked tirelessly on a business plan, developing the first pieces of beach candy, sewing the samples myself, patterning the samples myself, and getting ready to open a uh, retail store. So this is around 2008 uh, when I graduated college, and in 2009 was when I really began to feel the crippling symptoms of my autoimmune disease. So I went from doctor to doctor with my parents. We were all, uh, my mom was just wrought with worry about what was going on. Uh, at first doctors were saying oh this is just viral meningitis give it eight weeks to just play out there's no medicine we can give her and after the eight weeks of still having severe symptoms of uh, headache fever nausea uh, weight loss uh, exhaustion um, to the point where I could sleep all day and that was was so not my mo I was uh, energetic and always moving and always had one to two to three engagements per day Um, so this was a very uh, stark reality of of a new way of life that my body had me living and so went from doctor to doctor at first they again thought it was viral meningitis then TMJ, then I went for allergy tests, chiropractor, and finally we landed on seeing a rheumatologist and doing sleep tests and a spinal tap. And I was diagnosed back then in 2009 with chronic fatigue syndrome, which come to find out is more of a wastebasket diagnosis and not uh, an acute diagnosis where you find the root cause and beat it. So I've been dealing with these symptoms um, for years. And basically the rheumatologist back in 2009 had said, oh, there's nothing we can do. The best thing we can do for you is that you sleep every night. So here is a prescription for medical marijuana and use this to get a good rest at night. And that's the best that we can do. So I've been operating on this Band-Aid approach to my autoimmune illness for 10 plus years and uh, it actually did delay the start of Beach Candy. Uh, 2008 was when I graduated, 2009 was when I was beginning to feel the the symptoms in a way that was crippling but I was made to feel that my symptoms were very invisible to conventional medicine and so my solution was whatever would patch me up enough to get back on the field and in so 2010 I was feeling a little bit uh, more energy Uh, the migraines were subsiding a bit and they still definitely I had daily headaches but they weren't to the point where Um, light was affecting me so much. I remember just laying in a dark room for the first several months of feeling ill. So in 2010, I started working at Diane's Beachwear, and I started to really hone in on the retail of swimwear. And perhaps um, this was meant to be with my illness leading me to slow down on starting the business a bit and work within the industry. And I was an assistant manager at the Laguna Beach store. And it was so fun to just have a beautiful array of swimsuits to provide for women and make sure that they found a great fit and felt great in their swimsuits. And I started to notice that When women, mature women, moms and women would come into the store looking for a suit for themselves, after the age of 30, there was only a select uh, variety of options we could provide for them that were still sexy, fashionable, cute, and didn't make them feel like a grandma in a swimsuit. But they wanted the coverage more than anything, so sometimes that compromise would come into play where they would buy the more matronly looking swimsuit just because that was the only option available to them. I actually remember serving uh, Adam Sandler's wife and working with her in the fitting rooms and getting her situated with suits. They were staying at the montage for the weekend. And she purchased from me three body glove swimsuits, black, white, and red. And I'll never forget that because I remember thinking to myself, Gosh, Adam Sandler's wife can't find anything more than a body glove swimsuit to feel her best in on the beach. I so many times have thought of that experience in that moment and thinking, oh, if only Beach Candy was in existence, then we could have provided her with our Katie Bottom, our Rachel Top, our beautiful Alexa string bikini available in full coverage. There's so many beautiful options with us at Beach Candy for full coverage swimsuits that still make women feel beautiful, flawless, sexy, and still appropriate. Of course, you want to feel uh, all those things at once, and you deserve to have them all at once. There's no reason to feel uh, less than in a swimsuit for any woman of any age, of any size, any ethnicity. That is my pure passion in life, if you can't tell already. (laughs) So things ended up coming full circle with Diane's, and we were eventually carried in their stores. And I remember meeting with Diane in her office and she held a piece of beach candy in her hands and looked at me and said, I have not felt swimsuits like this in over 30 years. And I remember when she said that to me, I was blown away and I believed her because I had not as well. So 2011, I finally opened my very own beach candy storefront. And it was a very scary feeling to open our doors and to put my heart and soul out there. And the first 15 minutes or so with crickets, I thought to myself, my heart sunk. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I've just poured my life savings into this and open the doors. And about one hour in, we start to have a very busy day, one of our busiest days in business. And uh, friends, family, locals, everyone comes to support. We had an incredible opening day. The opening of Beach Candy actually led me to the love of my life, my husband, Ryan. Uh, My father and I uh, decided to pop into a local wine shop. Our store was right on PCH in Newport Beach, California. And we popped into the local wine shop to ask if they'd like to serve wine at our opening launch event. So he ended up pouring wine at our opening event, and we were friends to start, and the rest is history. So one of my favorite memories with Beach Candy is one of our trips to Miami Swim Week and uh, displaying the collection and working tirelessly at FedEx office and shipping samples overnight and trying to make all of this work. And you would think from uh, social media that there's just glitz and glam at those things. But oh my gosh, Ryan and I have never worked harder. In fact, during one of the years... We were um, sitting down to enjoy uh, a beach candy included fashion show. And I go to look at the program, and Beach candy's not on the list. And we had paid a lot of money to be shown at the W Hotel in Miami. And so Ryan runs up, starts making waves, making moves, figuring out who the director of the show is and how to get up beach candy in the in the collection and into the run onto the runway. And he ends up running between two platforms, getting his leg caught, really hurting himself. And uh, if you have ever been to a fashion show, it's pure chaos. And it's it's just, it's fashion. It's not uh, life or death, but it is treated that way. And it's actually one of the ways I disconnect with the fashion industry. I am so in it for the um, pattern making techniques and the psychological, um, uplifting, uh, possibilities that a well curated crafted garment can do. And, uh, I'm a fish out of water at things like this because, uh, again, I'm just so grounded in the my why of fashion is actually on the nerdier side. These shows, my gosh, we ended up getting Beach Candy onto the runway, getting it on a model. We had to run up to our room and pick a suit that we wanted to feature because they lost the one that we gave them or sent them. And so we ended up picking a suit, running upstairs to our hotel room at the W, grabbing the suit, running down, getting it on the model. And at the very end of the (laughs) the runway show, They say, and now beach candy, and here comes beach candy down the runway. And Ryan and I are just heaving and (laughs) sweating, and um, he's hobbling because he hurt his leg. But again, just another example of how uh, not everything is as it seems on social media. And there is, for every second of glamour, there's eight hours of hard work. Around that time, again, like I was saying, 2009, I was struggling with my health. And I struggled with my health throughout all those years in business. It compromised really my every move. And day to day, I just wanted to be a young, vibrant 24-year-old. I was 24 when I started the company. I just wanted to be young in my in my 20s. And again, the conventional medicine doctors had really made me feel like my symptoms were invisible on, on their scale of measure. And so I was just doing what I could throughout each day. When I needed uh, pain relief and sleep at night, uh, medical marijuana was what I would turn to. But it was a Band-Aid on a a larger issue and and I will definitely get more into that. So the small successes poured in for Beach Candy throughout the years. Our first year in business, we were named Editor's Pick and Sports Illustrated were on e-news having our storefront on pacific coast highway in newport beach corona del mar specifically california for six years was an incredible experience i worked with women from all walks of life i remember janice dickinson popping in uh, we had vanessa bryant in our store Uh, along with several other incredible women throughout the years. But some of my best memories are just with real everyday women in the fitting room and discussing their vulnerabilities and their insecurities when it came to swim and really redefining what that that was for them, what that experience um, could include for them, uh, filled with confidence and joy and contentment. So I would have a lot of women bring in their favorite old swimsuit and that's how we would get the discussion going. And they would show me these ratty old swimsuits or a pair of underwear or favorite bra and talk to me about what they loved about them, what made them feel good in them. And then I would ask them, how can we take it up a notch from there? What is this still missing for you? By the end of our conversation, you have literally the most perfect swimsuit uh, for that individual woman. And over the years, I just really cherished all of those connections and conversations. And it really uh, was the catalyst to wanting to start this podcast it was tough owning a storefront with an undiagnosed autoimmune disease and uh, some days it was so tough that i just had to take a personal day so we would put a gone swimming sign on the door and we would just go rest on the beach or find a way to just try and fill my fill my health cup back up again And after six years of owning a storefront and gaining the notoriety as a brand in the community and with women from around the world visiting uh, our Newport Beach storefront, um, it was time for a change. Ryan and I were getting married that year and the juggle of work, my health, and building a family seemed impossible. And so in 2016, we decided to move our storefront into a different style of business, more of a showroom by appointment only, So myself and our team could really work on getting Beach Candy online into the dot-com world, the e-commerce world. We have an incredible team, some of which have been with us for 10 years now. So here we are four years into our marriage uh, and the pandemic hits. And alongside of that, my symptoms seem to get more crippling with time. Uh, So not only the fever and the headaches and the body pain and the, the nausea, and the exhaustion but I started to get brain fog in a way that I hadn't noticed before. I was doing a spreadsheet at the office. I noticed that I was just not remembering small tedious tasks on a spreadsheet that I had done week after week and so I started to think gosh this is very strange why can I not access this information in my brain as quickly and as efficiently as I used to. So Ryan, my husband, he is uh, my absolute soulmate, and we finish each other's sentences. We spend a heck of a lot of time together, and one of our favorite things to do together is to travel the world, and the way we like to travel the world is very open-ended, very free, no reservations, just get into a city, see how we like it. If we like it, we stay a few nights. If we don't, we move on to the next and really scour and scan the world and really take in different cultures, foods, fashions, and um, kind of disappear for a while. We like to just immerse ourselves into another way of life and see how it fits. So over the holidays, we decided to take a road trip to new orleans and just kind of explore the south a little bit so on this road trip we're traveling we we stopped in sedona then new mexico i've always wanted to see santa fe and so spending time in santa fe and trying their delicious spicy tex-mex meals and um just the architecture and and the whole vibe of that area was so fun but by the time we got to new orleans i started limping and that was a new symptom And I actually, I did not attribute it at first to my autoimmune issues, I just thought maybe um, the Jeep, we have a Jeep Wrangler, maybe the Jeep was just a rough ride and um, that was what was contributing to this limp that I started to have as we were walking around the town. And by the time we got to Houston, uh, so the next stop on our trip, I was so stiff I could barely get up out of the bed and I could barely walk. The limping had now gone to full-blown Uh, miss do you need a wheelchair (laughs) Uh, conversations when we would enter our hotels so at this point um, we were a little frightened by this and we decided to kind of uh, wrap up our trip and uh, quickly head home so we come to find that all these years I've been dealing with a spinal disease undiagnosed it's ankylosing spondylitis it's quite a mouthful It's a rare autoimmune spinal disease. And my symptoms with this disease uh, started showing as young as a child. Uh, And I've only recently learned this because of a book I read by Amy Myers called The Autoimmune Solution. And after my bout with, you know, doctors like I've shared with you, I really wanted to be my own advocate this time to redefine the destiny of my health and my life. So I ordered this book, curious to hear what this uh, so-called solution was, and I uh, learned so much, it opened up my whole world, it blew my mind, and every single symptom, every anecdote in the book, and how it's written, I related to on every level. She had my full attention, and I've really rearranged my life uh, since reading that book, and learning more about the root cause of autoimmune issues. So if you or anyone you know has any symptoms feeling autoimmune related, please tell them to check out this book. Um, There are many on the market, but this is just the one that I read, and I really resonated with Amy and her story. She also struggles with an autoimmune disease and uh, had malpractice in her past as well so it was very uh, relatable and um, there is definitely a solution to the other side of autoimmune disease uh, and I am currently on it. I went from uh, very exhausted, very uh, lethargic, swollen, uh, could barely move my hands and fingers and feet and uh, so you know this is all increasingly worse over time but I went from that to I am now a visitor in my own skin I'm a size zero I lost 40 pounds after I uh, stopped eating foods that were uh, making me uh, have obvious obvious inflammation throughout my body and one of the main symptoms I remember throughout most of my life is the constant swelling of the tummy so i could tell if i wasn't feeling well or if i didn't digest things properly because my my stomach would be distended to one degree or another it was very much a common synchronistic symptom in my life and now coming to learn all of this uh, is just is quite eye-opening and some of us are are genetically predispositioned to be sponges to toxins and chemicals and bad things that are are in the products we use and consume every day. So now we're at this point where I'm living with this disease, uh, two eyes wide open, uh, aware that I have it, which is the first step. I have really come to a whole new understanding of the food industry in our country and what's going on with what we eat, uh, because this disease is actually based and rooted in the foods that we eat, the toxins that are in our food, the pesticides, the hormones, the antibiotics, the things that are invisibly injected into our food along the growing process, and then bleached and modified throughout the, <laughs> throughout the packaging process. And before you know it, we're eating, um, for lack of a better term, poison. And we're all slowly getting poisoned by what we're consuming. And what we're bumping into on a daily basis. Beach Candy um, is an an incredible place. We're 10 years in business. We went from a local beachfront boutique with my wildest dreams of becoming a swimsuit designer to now a global swimsuit destination online with a focus on fit and being sustainable, ethical, American-made, and providing quality to women that just doesn't exist in the market today. That really sums up my beach candy story. I I hope you got something out of this. Uh, It's been an honor to share this story with all of you. And if you'd like to know more about our brand story, make sure to watch our 10-year brand anniversary video on YouTube. Keep on shining and no dream is too big, too small. You're never too young or too old. Life is waiting for you. Thank you so much for joining us and listening to the Real Women Shine podcast. Cheers to 10 years of Beach Candy Swimwear. It's such an honor that we get to be a part of your day, and we hope to continue to inspire women worldwide. Make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're there, it would mean so much to us for you to rate and review us. To catch all the latest from Beach Candy Swimwear, you can follow us on our social media platforms at Beach Candy Swimwear. And we want to hear from you. So let us know your thoughts by sending a DM to at Beach Candy Swimwear on Instagram or emailing us at info at Shine on until next time, babes. Every woman has a story to tell. After 10 years in our fitting rooms with women from all walks of life at Beach Candy Swimwear, we believe this to be true. And we love nothing more than real conversations, real women, and real shine. And that's precisely why we started the Real Women Shine podcast. So if you or someone that you know leads an extraordinary life, has an inspiring story to tell, or owns an incredible business, we want to know about it. Please nominate them in the comments below, and we cannot wait to share your shine with the world.